Well, surprise, surprise, I've got another episode for you here, or I guess I'm still debating on whether or not this is going to be completely separate from number 41, or if this will be sort of part of 41, but you know what, I think what I'll do is make this an additional portion to episode 41, so now we have a super episode, and so I guess with, uh, try to keep things short, basically. Uh, I figured this was a bit of a time-sensitive matter, so I wanted to try to get this to you as soon as I possibly could. Now, this will most likely air on a future week somewhere on CFNU, but for the purposes of podcasting, and because I know you love to listen to podcasts or anything of that sort, even if this is over on the radio by the time this makes it to air, uh, hopefully you will enjoy this content, because this is a little chat from a group I've had before on the program. A group by the name of Shred Kelly from out in BC. Uh, but they have... A bit of a uh, uh, a great event, and actually one that's currently in progress. So that's is why I figured I'd get this out to you as soon as I could. Uh, but this was back in October. I spoke to uh, Sage McBride of the band, but now I'm going to speak to another member by the name of Tim Newton. So hopefully you will enjoy this conversation, and be sure to check out their uh, festival performance series as they go on Facebook pages of various festivals. Uh, and more information will come in this uh, little interview, this conversation that I had with Tim. So hopefully you will enjoy this additional bit of content for first up and this i guess we'll maybe call it episode 41 but the super extended epilogue so hopefully you enjoy So if you're listening to this now, uh, if you remember about, I think, three months ago, no, it's more than three months ago now, whenever October was, I for some reason can't seem to, to do my math right now very well, but I know last, it was in October, I remember, I had, I had a wonderful individual by the name of Sage McBride, and she comes from the group Shred Kelly, and we kind of chatted about their latest album called Like a Rising Sun, but today, I'm here with another member of Shred Kelly, and also sort of in some relation, and you will find out very shortly to Sage, is Tim Newton. And he's here to chat with me today about the album, the new single that's, uh, that's out from it, as well as their latest string of uh, online virtual festivals and, or sort of performances going on. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to our guest, Tim Newton. Tim, hey, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. I <laughs> say, how have you been? I think maybe I should ask you that. I asked this very same question. I posed it to Sage, but I was when I chatted with her. So I'd like to see how things with you have been ever since uh, all this kind of stuff has begun. Yeah, <laughs> things things have been uh, pretty good. You know, we're, we're we're hanging in there during this uh, really weird time in music. Um, Sage and I uh, are married, and we have a daughter, and so that she's been uh, she, she's just about to turn two. So you know, she's oh. been. Uh, She's a busy, busy toddler keeping us uh, on our toes uh, at the moment. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, for our little town in Fernie here had a, a bit of a, a COVID cluster happen. So we we didn't have her in daycare forever. So it's uh, it's been very, very busy just uh, parenting and navigating the music business at this really weird time uh, oh, yeah. all at the same time. So but uh, I think things have started to improve on the the COVID-19 front here in our little town so so uh she's back in in daycare today so we actually have uh the first uh day of freedom for that we've oh. had since before Christmas and it feels really good <laughs> interesting interesting yeah yeah How, when is her birthday actually now 
her birthday is March 1st. Oh, that's that's coming, coming up. very quickly. Yeah, that's for sure. Any, yeah. any any particular plans you've got? Well, we were discussing that because, of course, we can't, you know, do the normal uh, stuff that you do for a toddler's birthday. Oh, yeah. uh, I think <laughs> normally we would have lots of friends over and, and whatnot and, and kids. But I think what we're going to try to do is um, make the day special for her by by doing a Zoom get-together. And we were even talking about getting her favorite local children's entertainer to come in on the Zoom and sing some songs and, uh, uh-huh. you know, and uh, and and we can kind of get family from afar. All, all of us have family from afar. We're not, none of us are born and raised in, in Fernie. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my whole family is actually in Southern Ontario and Sage is, is in um, Northern Ontario. So, right. Um, so we'll get them on, on the, the line as well. And yeah, we'll try to just make the best day of it. Have, have lots of fun. Yeah, that, that sounds like an absolute... Well, there's nothing much you can really do at this time, as you said. So that is actually... <laughs> that, that that definitely is a great uh, set of family time well spent. And hey, if you get that entertainer on, that'll be... Uh, that'll probably uh, make the world for her, I guess. Uh, to Yeah, vir- virtual <laughs> concerts. It's the uh, way of the future, right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how much of a uh, how much of a regular occurrence this may end up becoming now for the next bit because you know with 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 yeah. the with the introduction of well, not really the introduction, but sort of the uh, the regularity of virtual concerts, you know, that whole circuit I think might there might that might bear some permanence regardless of how things turn out moving forward, I would imagine now. Yeah, I I've been thinking about that a lot lately. It's it's um you know I don't think it's a exactly the best replacement for live music because we're, oh, we're yeah. obviously just dying to get back out there and mm-hmm. uh, and play to you know um, a live audience again because that's uh, what we've done most of our career um, you know uh, mainly for our our income and what we're known for. But yes. um, <clears throat> but now you know a year and a bit into this thing it's the only thing we've been doing is, you know, virtual concerts. And it's, it's sort of opened our eyes to some new, you know, possibilities, even to when, if things get back to normal, well, you know, like what uh, we can do as a, just an extra side thing to the live um, concert and, and touring, you mm-hmm. know, because uh, we, we've now done, Oh God. I mean, we've, I think we've done two, whole tours uh, well i put in like quotations tours like virtual tours now mm-hmm. during this pandemic and then we also had like a, a saturday night concert series when this whole thing started so it's really been this eye-opening kind of neat thing that we've just dove into and had to learn and and i'd say it's it's been quite a success for us so um yeah i i'd say it could continue you know uh even when live music comes back Oh yeah, absolutely. I think I guess I guess for for cases where you know I, I know early on I think we're especially I know for uh, here in Ontario I'm not sure how it's been going out in BC and uh, I haven't <laughs> really been follow, uh, admittedly I haven't really been following all the news lately around anywhere else aside from Ontario because of all the different things we've been getting here in terms of all the news and all the updates about what's open, <laughs> yeah. what's closed, and things like that. But having the virtual concerts, especially in I guess in a reopening phase, you know you're not going to want to. Like say, oh, let's let's go and as much as we'd all love to, definitely. I know I definitely mentioned to kind of get out there and really get to experience live music again too. But yeah. you know, to start saying, all right, let's let's just drop the whole thing and say, you know, start getting all these concerts out there. I guess you know, we we probably will not be able to get to that quite immediately. So we're going to no. have to keep resorting to these virtual concerts a bit uh, every once in a while. But no, I think I think it's been interesting. What has I think one thing that, that, that has been curious to me is what has been one of your biggest takeaways out of all 
this virtual concert planning and execution in that? Well, it, the biggest, I don't know. I, I think that it's, it's, it was sort of eye opening for us because we, we had no experience in it when we started. We did, we didn't even really consider it a, a really serious thing that, that you could do. And so like from the beginning of this thing to now we've come so far in how we can do it professionally and have good sound and, and, and video. And I think now that we've gotten it to a certain point, it's really taught us that we can actually provide a professional concert experience virtually and for like way less of the cost and effort as getting in our van and, and going across the country. You know, like it's mm-hmm. uh, we just we just go down to our rehearsal space uh, a few blocks away. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, like I said, it's not the same. It's 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 different, but it, it's not necessarily worse. So mm-hmm. I, I it's just it's just a different uh, way to to experience live music. So, oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, like, of course, right now, the reception from our fans is, is pretty good because nobody is able to see live music. We'll see if that can translate over till uh, post pandemic when, mm-hmm. when uh, people are going to, to live shows again. But um, you know, like we, even when we were touring, like we couldn't always go to Europe or like, you know, England or, or where, you know, uh, uh, Australia, we have lots of Australian fans that we uh, would love to play live music to. And, and before the pandemic that we would just not because we, you know, we, we rarely go there, mm-hmm. but uh but now it's sort of opened up this new door where we can like, Hey, we could um, play on, uh, you know, the, the Facebook page of an Australian music festival. That's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. And uh, our Aussie fans can tune in and, you know, we might That's have to true. figure out the time difference and whatever, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, it is totally a viable option now. So it's, I think that's sure. the biggest takeaway. It's just, it's possible and it's just opened up a new avenue for us to, to get it out there. And to kind of see all the positives you can get out of it and the opportunities you can take from that, that medium, that delivery of, of, uh, of music or just delivery of a concert basically. Eh? Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it seems to be positive for us so far. So that's, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm just imagining you mentioned when you talked about Australia, it's like, you know, you should probably pop on a background of the concert venue too, and kind of make it look like you're performing there as well, <laughs> just to kind of get that feeling of, Hey, we're kind of actually in Australia, but not really, yeah. you know, <laughs> we, things we, like we, that. It's funny you say we did on our, um, we did an album release tour uh which was virtual um last october Mm -hmm. and to to sort of we're also trying to navigate how do we make it a little more you know engaging and than just us playing our 10 songs in a row and and whatever Mm -hmm. um to a camera and so we we kind of conceptualized like wouldn't it be cool if we did a, a a campfire song at the end of the night where we uh, like sit around a campfire but of course we're in a like a basement <laughs> rehearsal space so we can't light up a campfire so we were like well you know uh our friend who's going to be running the camera he has a green screen so we we actually got a green screen and uh got a little campfire setting going and uh every night the green screen would show um you know the uh the city of, or of the venue we were playing uh, oh, wow. so so we'd throw in you know edmonton in the background if you're we playing our the, the starlight room or whatever you know yeah. so it was it was really fun and, and it was like a totally stripped down acoustic and it just we were just kind of like yeah it was, that was really fun just to like you know um do something a little different that uh our viewers can enjoy for sure uh, yeah 
Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I think you're unlocking my memory now because I actually remember attending. I think I actually went and tuned into one of those live streams. I think it was. I don't remember which specific venue it was. I know. I, I know it was somewhere mid October because I had just spoken to Sage. Actually, had done the interview right. there, and he said I'd come on and and go watch a show. And what mm. I remember was, yeah, I was like, I think it was towards the end because actually during your performance, I'd actually been typing up a letter for you guys, kind of as, as a thank you for that. So I think Sage probably oh, knows yeah. the details about that particular story. <laughs> but right, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but then what ended up happening was, I remember the end of that show was when you did that campfire bit, and I said, "Hey, this is actually a really cool idea." And I think it was like, it was like um, although you convinced me enough, and I was wondering, I, I, I was thinking, I'm pretty sure that I know these guys are t definitely not doing this out outdoors, but I, I wonder what <laughs> studio space they're doing this in. But this is yeah. really a creative idea, and then like the whole very like it was it was like just a well well uh, well orchestrated kind of like yeah, it was like a really nice acoustic kind of stripped down. I think there was somebody ripping um, sticky notes or something too. I forgot what it was, but <laughs> yeah, Jordan, Jordan was getting very creative. With there the you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's things like that. And I really, and I really did enjoy that. So there, there's my positive uh, sort of uh, testimony for you there too. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much. You know, um, and that was just sort of like, you know, that's testament to this like technology that we have to utilize to try and, make this uh a little more engaging for fans like with the green screen and we basically had to you know turn our rehearsal space into a mini internet tv studio which mm -hmm. uh is it's not it's not it's no easy feat for uh any you know people starting out oh, absolutely. So we've, we've had but for instance this tour we have coming up uh like i was mentioning earlier we had a a small uh, well, not not small for our community. It was, you know, quite a few cases of COVID-19. And that happened, you know, leading up to our first shows here for this tour. And um, we, uh, we had to really consider, you know, the space we were using and, and being able to distance from each other. Uh, with the, the the provincial rules that we have in BC right now, mm -hmm. and uh, whether it was going to be safe or not. And we concluded that, you know, uh, we actually, our rehearsal space has two, has a, a vacant studio right next to it, um, all connected uh, to the same sort of building. And so we uh, ended up putting the, uh, the, the, the three other members of our band, um, Ty, Jordan, and Ryan, uh, bass, drums, and guitar in the one room. And then Sage and I are in the other room and we've wired it all up so we can hear each other through headphones. Mm -hmm. And uh, we put a green screen in the room Sage and I are in and are broadcasting ourselves back into the room they are oh. in on the green screen. <laughs> oh. so, so it looks like we're all together. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's really, that's really clever. That's actually yeah. a really genius idea. Oh my, yeah, because I, I was, I was wondering, because I figured, I, I know you guys are all re relatively geographically in the same location. But yeah. it was sort of the question of, you know, the, the of, of being bubbled or, you know, being safely able to kind of convene together in your particular case. So that's an interesting workaround there then. Yeah. And it, it's obviously we're not in the same room. We, we're not like trying to, you know, cover it up or anything. We're, we're oh, pretty yeah. honest oh, yeah. about it. But because it kind of looks like we're floating around in their space. You know? <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, it's just, just like. You know, it's just a fun thing we threw on there too. Uh, oh, and our camp, we're we're doing the campfire set again, but we 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 
sort of uh, do it a bit different on this one. We're not all huddled around a tiny campfire. We're, yeah. <laughs> we just have a big campfire on the green screen. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there are some, there is some ideas for innovation in case, you know, if, if, if you listening, maybe we're looking for some inspiration for, for whatever it is that you were taking on for video endeavors. I know, um, I, I, I myself, for my case, it's been improvising with the show because I've had to do a right. lot of different ways. In fact, this very call right now is being improvised because I don't have that, that, next level technology for phone call, you know, recording interviews that, that the studios have that I'm so used to back over Absolutely. at our studios at CFMU. So it's like, I've been trying to work around it, get impro- get to improvise this. So apologies for the crackles. If you hear any to you <laughs> listening or to you, Tim, especially too. So oh, you, you know. sound great. You sound great. <laughs> cool. 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 All right. Let's get into maybe a little bit more about the album. Cause once again, like a rising sun is the name of the album. That was what was released um, I think we're kind of going on about three or four months now, I think, or so. Yeah, we, we officially released it last June and uh, did or more. We yeah, sort of, <laughs> we, yeah we, we did the tour in the fall. And, That's yeah, right. And we're, That's right. How, how, is, how has response been to the album so far? It's been really positive. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, I think uh, a lot of the feedback has been that it's, um, you know, one of our, our better albums in the sense of it it's sort of having an overall theme with mm-hmm. it and and it being uh can you know just really connecting with people uh lyrically and stuff like that so it's yeah it's it's been really good um to just hear that feedback um because the lyrics were, were quite personal on this one and oh, so yeah. yeah it uh for sure it's mm-hmm. uh yeah, it's it's nice, nice That's to get good. that back. And especially mm-hmm. on on this latest uh, of the singles, which actually does come from the album, I believe it's called "Take Me Home," and that's the one that uh, I think is your latest that you're gonna sort of release and put together as a single, or have put out as a single. What am I saying? Yeah, <laughs> I know yeah. that one we, specifically. Yeah, yeah, that that song it um, it, it was uh, one very close to my heart, um, and it's. Uh, it's it's one I've been just dying to get out because uh, it's definitely my personal favorite on the album, or, or, or definitely one of them. And and uh, we 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 led with different singles straight from the bat, and I've just been sort of like you know antsy to <laughs> make something really you know um, close to my heart with a video and stuff like that. So it worked out good. Our, our publicist out of the blue um, sort of said, "Hey, uh, we're thinking of um, you know putting." Uh, maybe one or two more singles out on this album as for, you know, to, to get it, to get them out there. Um, and uh, we were thinking, take me home. And I was like, yes, this is it. <laughs> but unfortunately she said, uh, you know, we're going to do this in a couple of weeks. And, uh, mm-hmm. we're like, uh, and, and she said, do you have like some sort of video you could slap together? And we we're like, Oh my God, that is not a lot of time to uh, <laughs> get moving on, especially when uh, we had this uh, COVID situation happening in our town. So it was like, oh my God, what, you know, how, how's this going to work? Uh, we have zero time to get together a good idea, let alone, uh, you know, uh, a team that can help us put this together. But what we did end up getting together, I think really worked out and, and uh, we're really happy of how, it, how the video turned out. So yeah, it's, yeah. it is an interesting one because I, I did skim, th- I, I did go ahead and get to watch it and you kind of got this, I think it's all kind of taken through one angle basically of, of of, yeah. uh, of 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 a house of sort and kind of all just gathered and I believe this is an actual camp sort of campfire somewhere there in the middle and <laughs> somewhere there about <laughs> that goes in. Not a green screen one. It's definitely <laughs> <a real> one. <laughs> yeah. Looks like it was a lot of fun to put together though for uh, for the time that you had. Yeah, it was it was a ton of fun. It was uh, like we we were kind of pulling our hair out. Um, we had one other idea that 
you know, we were, we were floating around. Um, but that just didn't seem really possible with the time we had. So suddenly, uh, Sage called me up and she said, well, I just had this idea. What about a, like a time-lapse, um, lyric video, uh, where we, you know, everything is sort of like in this super fast motion, um, happening straight from our the front porch of our house and uh you know which has the theme of home uh with the with our song take me home and um we'll just sort of play out life that happens in in like breakneck speed and uh we'll mm-hmm. have all these things happen and and the lyrics will show up and and it'll be really nice but uh then it was just like okay we can do this we've got a uh, our friend nick the helm of the camera and he he confirmed he could do a time-lapse video um that would work but having a lyric video happen where the lyrics happen you know on the screen when you're filming it at in a time-lapse was really really challenging because we were like uh you know how, how long do we hold up these lyrics that come in and out of the frames oh, and yeah. uh you know when everything's it was taking uh like one picture every one second or something like that so you know it was really hard to coordinate and and get right what how long things happen on the camera um and, and like how long they needed to, to be up there for and then and then stitch it all together into a, a video where it all plays out in in the real time of the song and the lyrics happening so but it it, it ended up working out great and it's uh you know it, uh, it it we've had such a good response we've had a lot of people saying, you know, that it brought tears to their eyes. This video, it sort of it, it created a an emotion in them that, uh, which is really nice because oh, that's, that's the, yeah. that that was the uh, definitely the, the feel we were going for with it. Mm-hmm, so. Absolutely, yeah, and and getting those images up there to sync up, especially because you know you're, you're time lapsing this, so you don't have control of the speed, and that definitely must have been quite the challenge to get to be able to do up to put the lyrics there with the time. Yeah, it was lapse, really. But- it was quite challenging and, and we had written a script, but, but the script has to happen, you know, bang, bang, like these oh, yeah. things have to happen uh, one after the other in the, the right time that uh, things are happening in the song. So it was, it was really hard to sync up what is happening to the song, but, and, and especially because our, our filmmaker had to have the, the cameras just set on a tripod um, and, and, and uh, like it had to stay, right on that tripod and not move through the whole the whole video but that actually ended up being like a few days of shooting um so we had to just get everything so right so it didn't look like anything changes on the camera and uh-huh. and uh just uh but this thing ha- this the video happens in like i said sort of like a breakneck speed over many days so like oh. night day night day so so it's it, uh it worked out and um uh, yeah it was it was definitely like one where we can pat ourselves on that shoulder and say that uh, we, we didn't know if this would work, but it, it ended up working. <laughs> well, it, it, it definitely ended up working. I can tell you that for sure. So <laughs> good work. Yeah. Thank, <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. Oh no, sorry. Go ahead. Nah, I, I feel like I'm going to go change the subject. So you go on. <laughs> I was going to say, um, the, uh, the video was, um, it was inspired by the, obviously the song lyrics and, and the song lyrics were, near and dear to me because um it was all about my dad mm-hmm. who uh had passed away a couple of years ago um from a rare heart illness and so we we really wanted to have the look and feel sort of be a bit of a tribute to him and um and that that's that's really the the feel that that i, I feel like it ended up being it was uh mm-hmm. i wore some of his his like uh you know 
clo- like his old jacket that I, I had in his in my closet and uh and and some old furry winter boots that he had mm-hmm. which uh which make a a uh, an appearance in the video as well. That's right. That's right. They <laughs> yeah. do. Absolutely. Yeah, that struck me because I remember when when Sage told me, she said, "Yeah, hey, uh, uh, Tim's going to wear his wear the, wear the fur boots as part of the video." I was like, "Oh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> nice little cameo appearance there. That'd be great." But yeah, yeah, my dad was he he was like I loved my dad to death, but you know, when I was a teenager, I was so embarrassed by the things he wore. Sometimes <laughs> he was like one of the, some some of the things, and he he had absolutely no shame. He he had these furry uh, Scandinavian boots, like like all fur big fur boots and uh you know it just became one of those like signature um things of his that you, you just sort of as a teenager are so embarrassed about but oh, yeah. <laughs> later later in your life you're like oh god that's so him and uh, i love it so uh yeah kind uh, of like identifying like an iconic sort of thing you know it's like you you knew that was your dad when, when yeah, you kind exactly. of saw that corner <laughs> yeah <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Now, now, if I'm not getting anyhow too personal with this, what would you say if you're sort of looking back ha- has been sort of your favorite memory of your dad or what you'd like the most, or if it, if it wasn't a single moment or something of that sort? Oh, that's a good question. You know, my dad um, is very, in a way, old fashioned. And um, we, uh, we had a great childhood uh, as a family growing up in uh, just in Richmond Hill, just north of Toronto there. And, oh, okay. and he, okay. yeah, yeah. And uh, he was a, a skier and we, we had great vacations. I think my, my dad used to just take me on wonderful fishing trips um, up in Northern Ontario where he grew up. And uh, those are great memories. But I think just, you know, in his later years after I had moved out here and started a band, I, you're always worried you know, as an artist, uh, you know, are you following the footsteps that you, your parents want mm. you to follow? Um, especially, you know, when you, you come home one day and say, hey, you know, I learned how to play the banjo and I'm in a band now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're wondering, you know, <laughs> what's, what must you be thinking? But, uh, you know, in the, the last couple of years, um, certainly uh, in the last couple of years of our music career, um, he was so supportive and so proud of everything we had been doing. And, uh, and I think that was probably one of my, my greatest, uh, you know, touching, most touching, wonderful memories was, uh, him coming out to all our shows, um, and oh, just, uh, being, being a proud dad with, uh, yeah. all, you know, coming up to all the, the festival. We, we played at the, the legendary Dakota Tavern a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. um, in Toronto and it being, um, in Toronto, all of our families showed up. And, you know, they were all dancing front and center. It was a big dance party. That's just one of the greatest <laughs> memories I had there. <laughs> oh, lovely. Uh, and then, yeah. Uh, and then to see your dad there and uh, and uh, see him having a great time, too, must have been just a wonderful moment that time was. He liked to have a good time. And, and uh, you know, that with Take Me Home, which is, which is about him, uh, the song, um, I wrote it in the perspective of him uh you know on in on his last his last days he was very mm-hmm. ill and uh, for for a long time and he was in and out of hospital in his last year and um eventually he was you know at kind of at the end of his tether with being in hospitals and and around the end of his life he just really wanted to go home and and that was the decision that was made in a palliative care kind of way and see, uh and yeah it was sort of uh, it the the song is written um, from his angle, uh, singing to my mother, 
about their life together and, uh, you know, reminiscing on all the good times, but with a realization that uh, he has to go and mm-hmm. he just wants to, to, he says, take me home to, uh, so I can, I can leave this world in peace. And um, yeah, my dad, like you said, you know, he, he really, you know, we had such wonderful times and, and I, knowing him, he just would never have wanted a, uh, a song about him to be, to be overly sad. He would want it to be upbeat. So it's, although the, the content is a bit um, emotional of the lyrics and whatnot, uh, it, it's, it's actually quite an upbeat song that you can mm-hmm. dance to. So <laughs> I think you oh, would yeah. like that. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. I listened to yeah. it and I remember I would try to check. And it's like, this is, this has got a really, really great feel to it. But then I listened further. It's like, wow, that's, uh, those are some power. Yeah. That's some powerful uh, stuff there that that's within the song. So that's right. Definitely yeah. a great work on that. Absolutely. Thank- oh, thank you. For- thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Now, in extension to all this with the promotion of the single, you've also got mm-hmm. this. Actually, you kind of are in the process now of, of sort of a series of uh, kind of this virtual winter festival or some winter tour, if you want to call it. I guess that's kind of been kind of been taking place every Saturday on a particular uh, Facebook page of sorts or some page of somewhere. Tell us a little bit about this uh, this festival. Well, the, the, it was uh, sort of the idea came about with our booking agent and us that, you know, we really want to. Um, after the success of our our virtual festival that we had done last October to mm-hmm. release the album, we thought, well, let's let's um, you know, it doesn't look like COVID nineteen is going away anytime soon, so let's do another virtual tour. Um, but this time, let's let's incorporate all the the really great festivals that we've played over the years. A couple that we haven't either, but just uh, you know, the ones that uh, are sort of those bigger folk festivals that uh, we know and love. And um, and it's it, so we we threw it out there to them and they thought it was a great idea, so we partnered with um, I think I think it's eight yeah it's eight uh, folk festivals it's um, Hillside Festival in Guelph, uh, Regina Folk Fest, mm-hmm. Nest Creek Festival in uh, Saskatchewan, and the Winnipeg Folk Festival and the Edmonton Folk Festival, and Mariposa Music Fest uh, mm-hmm. down in Orillia. And uh, the Newfoundland Folk Fest and and Summer Folk as well, and uh, I think that one's in Owen Sound. And and it just uh, yeah, it came together. All the festivals were on board, and we decided to do do four shows. So each festival, like you know, the the, the festivals would pair up um, over four Saturdays um, over February, mm-hmm. and uh, we would play on their Facebook pages just like we did in our October. Uh, tour where we played on the you know the venue websites. On the venue of, websites, uh, that's right. On the yeah, kind of or on their on their pages. Facebook pages. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that sort of it uh, it supports the festival who are also going. You know, they're going through a hard time right now with um, having to cancel oh, last yeah. summer and probably this summer as well. And uh, it's uh, so it supports them. It supports. Um, we're also doing um, some of the tickets will uh, go towards a charity called uh, protect your winters canada which is uh you know something that's near and dear to us mm-hmm. and um yeah and that and that it's we've done two shows so far and it's it's gone really well so we're really happy that uh we're still able to get our music out there and especially in in, in um 
partnership with really great music festivals. Absolutely, for sure. Uh, is there anything that you can, for if if uh, if you listening may not have been able to catch the past two, is there anything uh, that you could probably tell us about what we might expect to see? Maybe some little. Actually, no. Uh, well. I don't want to spoil. I want to have you spoil any surprises for for here for for viewers, you know, and that sort of thing. But um, will we see a campfire, perhaps, or anything like that of the sort? Oh, there goes the crackling. Yeah, go ahead. We're we're playing a few songs from the new album, which is really exciting for us. We haven't been able to like properly tour this new record, so just being able to play them at all to to any audience is just really great for us. So, mm-hmm. so that's um, that's been wonderful, and uh, we we are doing our campfire set. Um, which is actually just a, a cover song. We're doing one cover song at the end of the night around our virtual campfire, but we're doing this time we're doing um, a song from an iconic uh, folk legend, you know, um, okay. or, or, or someone that has played folk festivals across Canada. So mm-hmm. the first one we did a Joel Plaskett song and then, uh, oh, very cool, and yeah. then, and then uh, our last show last Saturday, we did a Neil Young song. So that was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have, ventured into comedy as well we uh-huh. we are now we're, <laughs> we're now a, the shred Ke- kelly uh, variety show we are <laughs> we, are, <laughs> we uh, are doing comedic skits uh with the theme of festival that uh we sort of air in between the the live music set and the campfire set so oh, just cool. to sort of so we can get uh yeah a little bit more um a little bit more uh, variety into our night and, and oh, keep people uh, <laughs> engaged and laughing. So, yeah. Definitely a great way, especially kind of to, to even, you know, probably even take away from the fact that it's being done virtually. And then that, that kind of is a great, uh, great little addition there. Sort of the, uh, the shred Kelly comedy hour or, virtual, or variety <laughs> show, as you said, it'll be like one of those kinds of fun little, uh, uh, fun little things going on. But yeah, looking forward to at least hopefully getting to catch uh, you guys, uh, in uh, throughout one of these next upcoming shows. That's for sure. Uh, awesome. okay. Yeah. Um, is there anything you kind of want to leak us into? Is there anything else aside from all the stuff that you've been doing, that you've been working on sort of looking ahead, um, and things of that sort? Uh, not really. I think that covers it. I mean, we, uh, we're always sort of, uh, making new plans and, and we're, we're looking towards the summer now and mm-hmm. we are potentially going to be a, doing a, some real live shows that are, um, you know, stripped down to however many people we can safely have in a field, uh, you know, in, maybe it's in little circles uh separate from each other <laughs> but we we are it's it's so hard to plan during this thing but we are looking oh, yeah. down the the road hopefully being able to do to do that and this this year hopefully maybe um if we're allowed and it's safe to to come to other communities to do that instead of just our own so mm-hmm. that's that's the hope and and the dream but uh we will see absolutely fingers crossed and you know, I, what i remember seeing i know uh, for brief period of time i don't know if they still do them now or those those drive-in shows where you just pull up with your cars and you know people could cram up as much as they wanted to because they were already in their car anyway and just listening to the show and something uh, like that but i don't know yeah, uh, if, we, if we can do a, a cross canada drive-in show tour we, we absolutely <laughs> we'll do anything at this point we're, we're yeah. dying to get back on the road we uh in bc they they were a bit different than ontario with the drive-in shows we were only um it was capped at 50 people. You're only mm-hmm. allowed 50 people, even like 
with the cars you can't not 50 cars but 50 people still so right so uh it's a little bit different but we, we were looking with uh a lot of you know uh jealousy over to ontario watching all these big shows that have been in cars <laughs> <laughs> well actually honestly i don't think i've seen any recently so uh, i i don't know I, I think i think i've been looking more to her friends down south but <laughs> you know yeah. that's just just about <laughs> it i know here we've been pretty we've been pretty tight though i know with with restrictions kind of still there and yeah really kind yeah. of keeping things as minimal outdoors as possible but yeah i guess we're just gonna yeah. see up ahead and uh hope for the yeah. better, uh, hope for the better times and just uh, see how things go I have faith. I, I have some faith that we'll be back to it soon. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, yeah. May, it may take some time, uh, and I've sort of started come to uh, t- come to get, come to that realization, and just to kind of just sit patient and kind of wait till it kind of comes out and gets better. Oh, yeah. I guess that's the best we can do. Yeah, you know, and it's been a good time for us to be creative and, and yes. start just just start the you know um, the potential of. Uh, of writing new songs and and uh oh absolutely or, you know just just starting that uh motion so mm-hmm. it's it's good yeah, it's good to have downtime too yeah for sure for sure but hey uh thanks so much for your time uh, uh tim and uh, we definitely look forward to catching at least for the next couple of uh festivals um which ones are we going to be looking out for on this coming saturday as well as the the last saturday where might we be able to find you for that right yeah so um this coming Saturday, which is February 20th, we're doing um, the Edmonton Folk Festival and Mariposa Music Festival partnered together, playing on both their Facebook pages. So depending oh. on, it, you know, you can attend either one mm-hmm. or also on our own Facebook page. And then um, the following Saturday, the last show we're doing on the 27th, Saturday the 27th, we're doing the Newfoundland Folk Festival partnered with summer folk festival summer folk music festival and uh yeah and these are ticketed events however uh you are just it's it's sort of a pay what you can and if you can't afford to to pay anything then you're welcome to come for free Mm -hmm. there you go yeah and outside of this particular festival how can we keep in touch with you in terms of your socials or pages or where can we find you there we're on uh all of the socials so we're on instagram facebook twitter um i think we're I, I, we might even have a tiktok i don't i'm not really <laughs> sure <about that. laughs> i don't know how active we are on that one but uh, but uh we <laughs> you can um uh, also uh just uh check out all the dates and all our info at uh our website at uh, shredkelly.com mm-hmm and there you go. And that's that with uh, with Tim of Shred Kelly, Tim Newton. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much for uh, talking to me today. It was great.
And that's the episode, uh, or at least the episode extras, that is, rather. So hopefully you enjoyed that little tidbit of an interview and conversation. I might actually get this to air at some time in the future, maybe in the future episode, but you at least get to remember this conversation with Tim if you do get to listen to the future. So anyways, there's that for the extras, and I hopefully you enjoy once again, and I'll catch you in the next episode. This, once again, has been first up for 93.3 CFMU, broadcasting out of the Master University in the basement of the Student Center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, currently from home, though, here in Mississauga for me doing this as hosting. But nonetheless, the show is still going on. Once again, if you want to go ahead, by the way, and check out more content from First Up, if this happens to be your first time checking out the show, go on ahead and do so at cfmu.ca slash shows slash 159, and you can find all the latest episodes, or at least the last eight specifically, uh, of First Up, or you can always catch your, check this out on your favorite podcasting service anywhere. Once again, this has been Jomar, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, or whatever time of day it might be, (laughs) and uh, hopefully you and yours take care. See ya.